Every day, young people are rapidly becoming the leaders that will shape the world of tomorrow. Learn their stories. Hear their visions for the future. This is not about me and you or what is. This is about them and what's gonna be. This is not a podcast. This is a preview. This is a foreshadowing. This is a freaking time machine. This is Shades Required. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of the Shades Required podcast. My name is Phil Hall. I am your host and with us as always, our wonderful co-host, Mr. Michael McIsaac. Mike, how are you doing tonight? I'm good, Phil. I'm good. I sound like I got ran over by a car, but I assure you that that will not affect my outcome or my attitude today. It is great. I feel like we haven't done this in a bit and it's great to always be talking to you. Yeah, it's it is, and uh, and I have no doubts that that your energy will be just the same, even though you sound a little froggy. Um, at least you don't look like you got run over by a car. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, and with us tonight, the star of our show, uh, Maddie. Hi, Maddie. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're excited to hear what you're up to. Um, Let's start by having you tell our audience just a little bit about yourself. Of course. Um, so my name is Maddie Patrick. I'm a freshman at Hobart and William Smith Colleges, and I play basketball for them. Um, I'm from Newtown, Connecticut, and I'm 18. For the first half of my high school career, I went to Chase Collegiate School, and for the second half, I went to Newtown High School. Yeah, so, okay, very cool. Uh, we've had, you're now the the third guest we've had that went through chase and so um talk to us a little bit about how you ended up at newtown um okay so my the scene uh the summer going into my senior year uh chase obviously closed and um i had to transfer to newtown high school for my senior year which was a little devastating at the time but um in the end, it was probably a good, it was a good thing that it happened my senior year because it helped me transition for college. But um, in the moment, it was definitely, it was a heartbreaker. Um, but Chase had been my home for, since fifth grade. So I, I was there for a while and um, I got to meet a bunch of awesome people like Rafi and Anish who were on the podcast before. And um, yeah, it was just, it was a rough situation, but honestly, I think it was for the best and it was, you know, all in all a good thing but yeah that's, that's interesting um it was it was like a little bit of a of a preview for you um yeah I can't imagine you know I'm sure that was not the way you imagined your senior year going being at a, a new school um but it was it was like a, a little uh, a little preview for for heading to a new place this year right so exactly I actually the day that I uh, found out about Chase closing I had wrist surgery so I found out while I was still on anesthesia <laughs> so it was um it was even worse it was it was like a I was kind of not really there it was rough but it was fun. yeah that sounds like a bit of a tough day definitely <laughs> yeah well I'll so tell you, you had- what I'll tell you what, Maddie, I've actually out of everyone that we've talked to from Chase and the guys had a great attitude about it, but I've uh, no one has ever mentioned it being like a a prep like that, that situation being a preparation for college almost. That's a great way of thinking because you have to meet all new people 
at a place you're not exactly comfortable with. And yeah. um, it's actually, I mean, talk about turning lemons into lemonade right there. I mean, that's, that's in a really w- good way and a smart way of thinking of it, especially you playing basketball now at Hobart. Right. Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. Hobart. I mean, you went senior year meeting a whole new group of girls and same thing. So doing that from senior year to freshman year, that was probably a little easier than someone that played with the same people from like eighth grade to senior year. That's probably really hard for a freshman to do, but you did that twice in two years. I mean, that's, that's a really interesting way of thinking of it. Um, And to be honest, yeah, like I would say both academically, socially, like, and um, athletically, it was, it was really rough at first, um, but I wasn't attached to the school, like you said. So I was able to just transition to college. I was ready to go after like the second that I heard Chase was closing. I was like senior year. I was like, all right, I'm ready for college. I'm done. Like, can I skip it? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So, um, but it was also the basketball specifically was a really good experience for me because Newtown basketball is a really high level of play. And, um, I got to play against really other, like really good girls and on a really good team. So I think that also helped me like prepare me for my college, um, experience as well, basketball wise. So that was, that was helpful. Right. Not to take away from your play at chase either though, Maddie, but I mean, you weren't averaging like 15 blocks a game in Newtown, like you were at chase. Right. And like 40 points every single time. That is true. Maybe, maybe. It helped that I was the tallest, one of the tallest in the league, but yeah. That always does from what I've heard in basketball. Yeah. I wouldn't know, but yeah. Well, very cool. So, so you're there now, you're not and you, I believe, as you said earlier, you're not 100% sure where you're looking, but you might have an idea um, for, for college. Yes. Yeah. Like for the future? Uh, just like uh, for a major. So you said you weren't 100% yeah. sure, but you have some ideas. Yeah. Um, originally I wanted to do interior design, scratch that. (laughs) That's out. Um, I am now thinking of following like a psychology major, um, possibly having to do with sports. So sports psychology. Um, and I was also thinking about like something with sports medicine, but, uh, as I mentioned before, I'm not a very big science person. So I had to, uh, scratch that one too, but all good options. It's very interesting. Anything particular reason why you're leaning the psychology direction? Um, I've always kind of been interested in like how people's minds work and like what makes them how like how they react with other people and like in specific situations. So um, I took an intro to psychology class this year and I took AP psych last year um, and I thought it was a really interesting class. It covered mainly the same stuff, but um, the psychological disorders was really interesting to me. And like, there were just specific topics that I thought were really cool. Um, I'm also a pretty big history buff. So I like history too. So if psychology doesn't work out, then I guess something with history might be my next option. But yeah, you never know. Well, to back up that plan, Maddie, uh, Phil and I both have a very good friend of ours, actually couple, they are married and they are history teachers and they are awesome. So uh, if you do decide to go that route, I mean, it's a great, great subject and they actually are and it just seems like it works out very well for every history teacher I know so yeah my uh, dad's a history teacher well there you go mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, a, you know, he's a pretty good guy too I guess yeah yeah we got along great whenever we were over there which 
it reminds me again, we haven't seen you guys in so long and it makes us sad. Last time was for your guys' graduation, I think. I know. And then you guys moved, right? Yeah. Yep. We did. Emma got that really cool job, but um, <laughs> yeah. So that seems like a very uh, good direction. And uh, I know for uh, Phil, did you have to take sports psychology in, um, in, uh, did you take sports psychology in at Castleton too? for being a teacher phil or no no i took uh i took the i took intro to psych actually my my freshman year at um norwich and actually i remember that feeling like it's just interesting you talked about psychology and history there's a it's quite a bit of history almost in psychology because so much of of understanding psychology is you know sort of weeding through all of the different theory um that's out there and, and a lot of it's been around for for quite some time so you're you're learning a lot at least as i remember um in intro to psych you're learning a lot about all of the different you know psychologists and theorists about you know like you said maddie how how the brain works and um, how we develop and uh you know I just remember feeling almost like I was in a history class some days um, in it being an intro to psych. Uh, but yeah, I also thought that was extremely interesting um, when I, when I was taking it back in the day, but um, yeah, that makes, yeah, actually you, now that you say that, Phil, that makes a lot of sense too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also a lot of trial and error, like looking at the past experiments that they've done and to see what has worked and what hasn't worked. So yeah, it's all intertwined, but I do remember yeah. a lot of those in those textbooks about the history of trying to figure out how the brain works. I, I believe a lot of those original methods did not go over too great because <laughs> they were like borderline torture. If I remember, they were unethical. Yeah, they were yeah. <laughs> super. That's a perfect word. Super unethical. Right? Yeah, yeah. The lo- the lobotomies uh, was sort of a, a, a dark moment <laughs> in the, the history of of psychology for sure. Yeah. Well, that's fine. And it's, you know, that's kind of where the psychological disorders that you talked about, Maddie, um, you know, one of, one of the earlier experiments with trying to help folks that had, had those disorders. Um, And obviously, you know, we know now that that was entirely unethical again, to use your term. So um, yeah, it's, it's all very exciting. I think, there's something exciting about being undeclared. Um, <laughs> yeah. so. There's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, opportunities that you get yeah. to have a bunch. Of, I live in a suite with five other girls and um, pretty much every single one of them wants to know what they, they want to do. They know what they want to do. So um, it's uh, I'm the only one and they're all like, Oh, well, I have to take this class in order to do this. And I'm just like, I'm an open book. I have no idea. I'm just going to go with the flow. Are they all, they're all freshmen too, right? Yeah. I mean, the way I see it is you have another year and a half to kind of get a feel. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there's no rush. Yeah. And I I like that a lot of people panic because they don't know yet. I like that you kind of are like, we'll see whichever way. I mean, it's however it takes me. (laughs) Well, and not to mention too, is how many times and Phil, you can tell me if I'm wrong here or if you were the opposite, but I went into college thinking I wanted one thing and I changed my mind three times. So you don't have to have that problem, Maddie. You'll figure that out when you know, unlike yeah. me, who's like, yeah, you know, whatever. 
you know, uh, I guess I'll change a third time, but, uh, awesome. Awesome. And, uh, so you like, so kind of switching gears to the other side, I mean, and you're enjoying basketball while you're there, mm-hmm. you were telling me earlier, you have quite the schedule going into the next couple of weeks we do as of most basketball but it sounds like you and you have a tournament in dc coming up we do so we're playing at catholic university for um we'll be there for three days and we're just we're just playing two games but um it'll be a good little trip so looking forward to that but yeah um our schedule coming up is pretty packed um i came home for 10 days um and i come i go back to school tomorrow actually well so the what is that the 14th Yep. I go back to school the 14th and then I'm there practicing and lifting until the 18th. And then I'm at DC 18th, 19th, and 20th. And then I go home the 21st and then I go back to school the 28th and I'm pretty much there. Our, our school's break goes until January 24th and I'm pretty much there until January 24th. So when everyone comes back. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it though. It should be fun. It's all about, it's all about that positive attitude. Sorry, Phil, what were you going to say? Well, I just, I have, uh, I have fond memories of when we were in college, Mike, and classes weren't going on, but athletics were, yep. and you sort of get to live the life of a professional athlete, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of great. Um, cause you're in between semesters already, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. We finished our, sem- uh, our first semester, like about two weeks ago. So, yeah. So you got weight room, you got practice, you got meetings. The cool thing for you is, you know, you got a couple games. Um, of course, we were football players. So if we got a week off from school, uh, there was just the one game. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that's that's really that's really neat. I remember lo- loving those times um, when there was no class and just sports. I don't know what that yeah. says about me, but um, and I think no, it's you're cool right. that, uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead, Maddie. Um, I think it's cool that, uh, it's only winter athlete, like only winter teams will be there. So like everyone else is home already for break. So it'll just be, well, for the next four days, it'll just be our team on campus, nobody else. And then, uh, after that, for the rest of break, it'll be only winter sports. So that should be fun. Yeah. Um, what other sports are there, Maddie, over there at that school? Is it just track or do you guys have wrestling too? Um, we have cross country. We don't have like track or anything like that. We don't have wrestling. We have football, swim and dive. Um, we have obviously basketball. Um, we have golf. We have tennis. My roommate's a tennis player. Um, we have hockey, both men and women's hockey. We're actually getting a baseball and a volleyball team next year. So that should be fun to go to those games. Um, but yeah, I think that's, I'm sure I'm missing some, but yeah, very cool. Um, have you noticed the, has there been a huge difference between, um, the student athlete relationship as far as like school class, all that between, uh, high school and going into college now, is there like a huge difference for you or is it just like, just right off the bat, no problem for you? Um, honestly, my adjustment was, I would say a lot easier than most freshmen playing sports in college just because I obviously like I transferred my senior year so like we talked about before like I didn't really have a connection to the school and I was just ready to go but in terms of like basketball impacting my daily routine I had more like more strict schedule 
So I was able to like manage my time more because I had like lift in the morning. So I knew that like I had to be up at that time. And then I had like an hour in between lift and breakfast to do homework. And then I had classes and then, so it, it helped me um, get organized, I would say. Um, And my coach and my teammates did a really good job. Like the upperclassmen did a really good job to help make sure that we were adjusted with academics and everything like that. So it's pretty good structure over there. Yeah. Good, good plug. Anyone listening that might want to go to Hobart. (laughs) Um, Well, that's cool. Uh, Phil, anything else? Or do you want to jump into the first game? Yeah, no, I just, I think that's interesting. I I think you find that a lot. Uh, I know I did when I was, when I was a young person, I recognized that actually pretty early on in high school that uh, the less free time I had, uh, you know, sort of the better I was able to structure my day. So I think that's interesting. You know, you mentioned that. And then I certainly had an awareness um, when I went to college of how important it was going to be to be a student athlete because, you know, I, I knew I like I needed, even though I absolutely hated them most days, you know, I, I needed that five o'clock a.m. workout. And then, you know, so we generally had practice on the back end of the day. And so everything was kind of framed, you know, basically lift, breakfast, classes, lunch, classes, you know, training room, uh, meetings, practice. You don't have a lot of time to waste any time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think I think that's that's uh, an interesting insight from you. And I just my my last question is: Did Mike get that timeline right, Maddie? So you have until the end of your sophomore year to declare a major, or yeah, okay, yep, yeah, I thought they, that's usually it. Because uh, Phil, don't you do two years of GED or not GED? It's general, like those uh, Gen Ed classes, and then by then you kind of have to start going in that direction. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess generally that's that's what I how I thought it worked, but uh, I I don't know. It it might be different. Uh, yeah, it, it could be different by this point. We haven't been in college in a long time, Maddie, so things could be completely different for all we know. So, um, but yeah, I mean that that makes a lot of sense. Structure usually helps younger kids. I know it helped me. So, um, seems like it's going well for you too. Um, uh, any anything else, Phil? Before we continue on. No, let's let's play a game. All right, Maddie. Uh, you knew you said you had two truths and a lie ready, so can't wait to hear what you got. What do you have for us? Okay. Um, my first one is I cracked my head open sliding down the stairs in a dog crate when I was younger. <laughs> okay. okay. Next yep. one. Yep. Um, I'm an Instagram influencer. Okay. And I have a dog named after one of my basketball coaches. Oh, God. Phil, I know you just met Maddie, but all three of those could definitely be true. (laughs) Absolutely. This might be one of the hardest ones for me. Uh, Phil, you want to take this one? Oh, I'm sorry. I was just trying to log on to Instagram here for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Um, Wow. Wow. Um, wow. The, the first one, I didn't mean to chuckle over a head injury, but that was, that was such a, uh, a great visual, um, sliding down the stairs in a dog crate. Yeah. I'm going to say that that one, because of how clearly I could picture that it's gotta be true. Um, 
Am I wow. supposed to tell you if you're right or wrong? Oh, no, no. Wait. So we actually we're gonna wait. We're gonna okay. wait till the end. I'll get my poker uh, face on. And you'll you'll do the you'll do the big reveal at the end. Um, interesting. Yeah, I guess I have a new goal in my life is for someone to name a dog after me. <laughs> that is hilarious. I, I'm gonna go with number two. Number two as the lie. That's my guess. Mike, what do you got? Uh, I wanted to go with number two as well. Um, but since you had that one, I guess I'll make it interesting. Um, I've met your dogs, Maddie, and I did not take any time to remember their names by now <laughs> at this point. I know Emma was dog sitting for them and they're wonderful dogs, but I do not remember their names. Um, I barely remember your coach's name because I met him like twice, but uh, um, I think I'm going to go with three because... I don't know why I am literally going with three because Phil picked two and I want to make things interesting, but regardless though, just off of your quirky personality, I think we both understand that one is true. Um, I can picture that, especially with the, you know, you have, how many brothers do you have? You have like two, I have two, older, two older brothers. Oh, just two. Well, either way, I still believe that I could easily believe them talking you into doing something like that when you were little or you just doing it because so um, I'm going to go with three and I guess we will find out later. Okay. Um, but yes, Phil, where do we where do we progress from here? What is the next question for Maddie? Yeah, well, so I want to know I want to know a little bit, um, and I was trying to do a lead into this. I want to know a little bit about what the next year and a half will look like for you as your um, as you're trying to decide, you know, what, what degree you'll ultimately graduate with. Um, so you, you mentioned, actually, can we back up the interior design thing is interesting to me. Uh, I'm always, I'm always very curious about things that I have no clue about. Um, and I think, you know, anyone who's ever, um, watch me decorate or do anything like that in any way would know that I have no idea about any of anything to do with interior design. So tell us a little bit, let's back up if we can tell us a little bit about, um, a where that interest came from and, and B why you ultimately decided that that wasn't a path you wanted to go down. Okay. Um, so my house is probably like my favorite place ever. I love like every aspect of it. My mom decorated it like perfectly, whatever. So um, our house is really old. It was built in 1785, I want to say. And um, it's just, it has like that old, like homey aspect. I don't really know how to describe it, but um, like I said, my favorite place. So my mom is a quilter and she's really, she's really creative and she's really into, um, I, I don't want to say interior design, but she's, she's very good at decorating rooms, <laughs> but, um, so she has that creative aspect and I kind of, um, I kind of just always followed her down that path. Like if she were, if she were decorating one of the rooms in our house, or if she were like looking at a friend's house, she'd always be like, Maddie, come like, come look at this room. It's so pretty. And, um, I don't know. I just have like th things in rooms just like draw my, like, I just get I'm just like, whoa, like, this is so cool. I really don't know how to describe it to you. I don't really know where it came from. Um, but the reason why I'm, I don't think I'm going to follow that career path. And I honestly have no idea. Maybe it'll come back, but um, I just don't know enough about it. Like, I feel like there are way too many aspects that I need to like, 
like obviously there's business and then there's like the creative aspect and then there's like all the textiles and the different stuff and I just don't know enough about it right now um to like rule it into my options of things that I would possibly do not saying that I could possibly like go back and or in the future look into it more but um yeah I kind of just it kind of just got away from me a little bit that makes sense um and of course like you said is you maybe you will get that passion back later but is there I mean who knows there could be a way and you might be the founding person to this Maddie that could find a way to, to combine interior interior design and psychology and together into one profession who knows but you know it's it's one of those things where if inspiration strikes who knows what you could come up with I mean Maddie Patrick could be the first person to create interior therapy interior design Honestly, therapy I'm sure it would probably work for some people yeah who knows but, but that's uh, yeah over the summer or like over this upcoming summer I was thinking about um like reaching out to a family friend who owns an interior design business that does really well and asking if they needed like an intern for anything even just going to get them coffee or anything just to mm -hmm. see if I can help out and see if it interests me so it the door is still open but we'll see yeah that's cool yeah no that's so funny Mike you it's like you're in my head I was thinking the same thing um and uh it, you know, it's interesting um, when you think about, when you think about wellness, something we talk about is, is environmental wellness. And that can mean a lot of different things, but something that a lot of people say is, you know, declutter your house, declutter your mind. So um, yeah, we, we might be onto something with that for sure. Um, but no, it's, I think it's good to have a, a wide range of passions and, you know, generally you only have one, two, three careers and yeah yeah leave the door open for sure uh that's interesting okay so um back to my original question you know what is what do the next three semesters look like for you as you're gearing up to declare a major I mean is it it sounds like you've done a little bit of um discovery if you will you take an intro to psych already and thought that that was that was pretty interesting um is there any point in time, you know, before you declare where you think you'll start to kind of narrow in on something or are you just going to get all your, um, I, I, I'm assuming, which no one should ever do, um, but I'm assuming that Hobart Williams Smith colleges are liberal arts. So you've got some boxes you need to check as far as, you know, sort of making sure you've got the, the, the breadth of, of education, if you will, you know, knocking out all those sort of um, mandatory classes. Is, is that kind of the goal? Um, yeah, so um, my school requires, we have eight um, requirements. Um, I could not name all of them to you right now, but- Oh, and you don't need to. <laughs> to give it to you, they're like art and science courses. So yes, you do have to check those off the list, but, um, and that comes with different credits. Um, but right now i would say my freshman year i'm my freshman year is for exploring um i my first semester i took a, like four totally different classes i took um a sustainable class i took um psychology i took an entrepreneurship class so it's just all over the place um and i also got my court my courses for next semester as well and I, they're also all over the place so kind of just 
getting a feel for everything, seeing uh, which ones I like, which ones I don't. And then beginning of sophomore year, I think I'm going to try to not necessarily like narrow it down to one specific subject, but I'm going to try to like narrow it down to a couple, maybe take some more advanced courses in specific topics and see how see how I like those. And then um, definitely by the end of the second semester, I'm going to have to have a something picked. So and I'll obviously like I'll meet with my advisor and stuff like that to discuss my options and we'll use all of the things available to me. So. Cool. Yeah. Very so cool. what kind of things, you know, when you're thinking about, you know, when you're, when you're trying these different things and you're thinking about what you might take on as a major, I mean, what kind of things are you, are you considering, you know, what, what's really important to you as far as, you know, uh, what, what major you choose, what career path you end up on, you know, what, what's kind of most important to you, um, in yeah. Um, obviously people, I feel like people, the first answer would be money, but, um, I mean a little bit money, but not the main, that's not my main goal is not to make a bunch of money. I want to actually, this sounds also a little bit what people would normally say, but I also really want to actually enjoy what I I'm going to do. Um, I don't want to just have like a desk job at an office and I would not survive. Uh, no, that would, that does not sound fun. <laughs> um, I want to actually like be involved and like, I was thinking about also looking into like, um, oh, I'm forgetting the word, but, um, it, it, um, all right, I'm, I'm drawing a blank, but it's, um, like working with communities and, uh, like actually getting involved with people rather than just like doing work at a desk. So I guess that's like social work, Maddie, yep. or are you think yep. more like, oh, there it is. <laughs> Thank you. Social work. Um, yeah. So I really honestly just like actually being connected with people and enjoying what I'm going to be doing is probably right. my main two things. You know, it's funny because a lot of people say, oh, I, I, I don't want to be cliche, but I want to, I love what I do, but it's actually not being cliche. I mean, that is so important to love what you do and enjoy it. Because like you said, if you're just going to a desk job and you don't like that, then it's hard to stick with it. It's hard to keep yourself, you know, happy, you know, it's, um, but so it's not a cliche answer. It's, it's a, it's a real answer that I think people our age slash your age are trying to do more because we've seen people that, you know, Oh, they're, they're unhappy at their job. So that's good. And, and the social work is, is a big step. Um, it can be, I heard it's tough at first, but you do get to do that thing that you, you get to help people, you get to help kids, you get to help families. And that's, mm -hmm. it's very important. It's not easy to do, but if you can endure enough, then you get to that spot where all you're doing is helping people. So yeah, it's a very rewarding job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So mm -hmm. yeah. And, and I mean, certainly, you know, um, if, if you went to, you know, psychology route, I think, you know, the, there's, there's definitely a service component to that where, where you're, you're helping people um, in an important way. And, you know, I think we talked at one point about um, potentially, you know, thinking about a career with, with history and, you know, in my mind, of course, I'm biased here. Whenever we talk about history it goes to teaching. And of course, you know, if, if you're in education, of any kind you're you're serving so i yeah i mean i think you're in a great spot maddie you've got a, a wide variety of interests um 
and uh, sounds like you're you're thinking from a place of purpose, which I uh, I would encourage you to continue doing. Um, I think. Thank you. Know, I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, that's uh, that's very exciting. Very exciting. So, how was the entrepreneurship class? That sounds pretty interesting. Okay. I was actually really excited about this class, but it ended up being my least favorite class. <laughs> oh no. Just because it was on a Zoom. Okay. It was my only virtual class. And it was so hard to like get into it when it wasn't in person. I feel like if it were, if it were in person, I would have had like such a better experience. But then again, it was also it was also fun because like my sweet mate was in it with me. So we just did the Zoom together. And you know, it was. It was an experience, but it wasn't my favorite. So it could have been better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very cool. Well, if you're if you're anything like the rest of the people in the world, you're probably a little bit sick of the whole Zoom thing, right? So uh, yeah, I don't I don't blame you for that at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, but yeah, it sounds like it sounds like it's going really well overall, Maddie. And it sounds like how how's just the whole college experience there. Uh, we've talked to a lot of kids about their experiences. Some didn't have really a freshman year. Are you at least outside of that? I mean, obviously basketball, you, you're with your girls, your teammates, your coaches. So there's a little bit there. But how about outside of that and outside of class? Like, do you get to have a college experience right now? Or is it very monitored because of the whole COVID situation? Um, we definitely get to have a college experience um, which I'm very grateful for. But um, I think right now, especially with COVID kind of acting up a little bit, um, everything's going to die down a little bit, which is fine. Um, you know, everything will come and go eventually. But um, I got to have the first semester at least. So wherever it takes us now, it'll be, I'll have that. But I think honestly, I owe it to my, my sweet mates. Like I mentioned before, I live with five other girls and they've made my college experience like so much better than it would have been if I was not with them. Um, they're all so different and so weird in their own ways. And it's just, it's perfect. Like we all love each other, which is unheard of, um, especially with six people. So it's just, uh, I owe it to them for the first great semester. So That's shout out wonderful. to you guys. <laughs> That's awesome. That's really great. Yeah. Yeah. Thank I think you, you are really lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right, Phil. Um, how about how about our our wonderful question of what are we what are we watching, listening to, all that, Phil? Huh? Are we there yet? Or oh yeah, yeah. So Maddie, we always try to get uh, for for both Mike and I and for our listeners, we try to get because I think we we understand that you know every guest we have on here is a little bit cooler than we are. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of a little bit where this comes from. But we always ask for a recommendation, you know, whether it's a book you're reading or have read or a show you're watching or a good movie or a podcast you're listening to, whatever it is. Um, you got any recommendations for us and our listeners? Um, yeah, I'm a big movie person. I have like an ongoing list of my favorite movies. Um, I would say right now, my, one of my favorites is just mercy. Um, it's a, it's a book too. I started the book, but I, then I jumped to the movie. Um, but it's a story about racial discrimination and injustice specifically in the, um, like in prisons. Um, so it's a really good story. It's, it has some, uh, I cried for a very long time at some points, but it's, it's really good. I highly recommend that one. Wow. 
And sorry, it's called Just Mercy or Just for Mercy? Just Mercy. Just Mercy. So you're just adding adding words to the title, huh? Yeah, it's a it's a true story. So everything is oh makes wow. it a little bit more raw. Yeah. Oh my god! Just thinking of that, that's wow. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And you said that's right, a movie, cool. right? It's not on. Is it on any particular streaming site, or can you just find it? on demand um, or something they have it on amazon prime they don't have it on netflix but i'm sure they have it on like hbo max and stuff like that too. Oh, yeah yeah you're probably right you're probably yeah. Exist- yeah well very cool um phil if you're ready for if i wasn't why i i got a festive one if you're ready well oh, i mean so i <laughs> i can't say no now can i no because i know what your favorite holiday is <laughs> although just- you know it's funny I always talk about that, and my favorite holiday is Christmas, but you know, it's funny, when we did holidays for this game, I chose Thanksgiving. Yeah, that was really yeah. weird. But yeah, it was. Strange. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, all right, hit us with it, Mike. All right, guys. Uh, Maddie, we, like for this particular game, we always do a compare yourself to something and explain why. Um, for instance, ah, whatever, you'll, you'll, you'll figure it out. You're a smart girl. Um, this one is, if I was... One of Santa's reindeer, which would I be and why? Okay. I don't even remember the reindeer. I can just hear Phil laughing. (laughs) I I see it, but I can't hear it. All right. I hear it, but I can't see it. Okay. Um, We got uh, Dasher, Dancer, (laughs) Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donder, and Blitzen. Donder? Of course, Rudolph. Yes, Donder. It's Donner. Donner, sorry. Donder. Dude, I'm from Vermont, okay? So it's Donder up here, bud. It's Slasher, Dancer, Cuff. All right. Blazer, Blazer. (laughs) Michelle. Um, All right. Uh, I'm going to go. I'll go first. I'm going to go with Blitzen. Oh, did I take that one from you, Phil? Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, all right. So when I used to watch shows and Fairly Odd Parents, crazy shows like that, whenever there was a Christmas episode and there was reindeer with personalities, the crazy one was always Blitzen because it was just him. He would just always was the psychotic one of the whole group. Little, Well, maybe not psychotic, but a little more energetic and outspoken than the rest. And uh I never shut up, so that's I'm I'm going to go with that one. Phil, do you do you have one? I'm I'm tempted actually. I just remembered of another reindeer. I believe it's a. You would know nothing about this, Mike, but I believe it's a Joe Diffie song called Leroy the Redneck Reindeer. Um, (laughs) We're just we're just making ones up now, aren't we? (laughs) So, uh, man, but um. For someone who loves Christmas so much, I was going to say, I don't really know a lot. It sounds like you know more about Santa's reindeer than I do. I was going to say, I, I'm not, I'm, I only know Rudolph. So, well, well, we're going to leave, we'll leave Rudolph for Maddie then for sure. I, I you know, yeah, I'm going Leroy because I'm aware <laughs> of that song. And uh, I think, you know, well, I'm either Leroy or I'm Donder. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm, one of, I'm one of those two. Whoever uh, the hell Donder was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit backwoods. So we'll. Uh, I grew up on a farm. So we'll go. You know, 
We'll go with Donder since I just made that up tonight. All right, that's fair. And Maddie, we'll go with Rudolph for you. Um, either Rudolph. I'm I'm assuming that dancer dances. That's a safe bet. Yeah, for so, sure. I guess maybe dancer. I cannot dance for the life of me. I'm horrible at it, but I'm always dancing. So I guess one or the two, one or the other, you know? All right. I think dancer sounds really well, like fits well, because it's an ironic choice. <laughs> like, it's really bad. I cannot dance. <laughs> it's so bad. That's really funny. Yeah, Which is funny because like you're such an athlete too. So you assume like rhythm and motion go nope. hand in hand, but no. Yeah, it's okay. I'm kind of in the same boat, actually. I, I don't believe that I am a very good dancer at all, but I, but I quite like to do it anyway, right? Yeah. So I... I think, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So I think as long as you're moving and having a good time, who cares if, if it looks good or not, right? Exactly. Our basketball team does a dance circle to pump us up before every game with like a disco ball and everything. And um, we have like our own dance moves and we hand it off to the person next to us. And it's so funny because every time I go in the middle, like everyone's like, okay, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'm doing my Cuban move. Like... <laughs> I'm just waiting like one time Maddie where you go on like you go on for break and you just practice something like totally awesome and then you just come back and they're just like what happened I go do some like break dancing <laughs> yeah exactly oh god that would be amazing um all right so threw you guys off a little bit with the uh diagnosis of the reindeer but I think we still had a bunch of really good choices um but I am very interested to figure out which one of these lies or which one of these statements is the lie? Say you, Phil, do you agree? I concur. <laughs> All okay. right. Can you review them one more time for us, yes. Maddie? So the first one is that I cracked my head open sliding down the stairs in a dog crate when I was younger. The second one is that I'm an Instagram influencer. And the third one is that I have a dog named after a basketball coach. Okay. So, the second one is the lie. I, yeah. I'm not an influencer, unfortunate, but um, yeah, uh, you know, it's crazy. I went down the stairs in a dog crate and now, now follow up, um, why? <laughs> and, uh, uh, one and follow up to, uh, how did this come to be? Okay. So like you said before, I have two older brothers and yes. they thought it was a good idea I'm going to throw them under the bus. They thought it was a good idea to like put pillows and blankets in this, you know, the collapsible dog crates that are kind of like, yeah. So it was one of those. And um, so my oldest brother, Colin went down the stairs first and he just went straight down. Like it was perfect. Um, so then they were like, Maddie, like, let's do it. I was like four. Okay. So my oldest brother is five years older than me and he, I was scared. So he was like, I'll go with you. And we didn't understand the laws of gravity so he went in the front and I was in the back and we flipped. Ooh. So also my, my middle brother, Ryan pushed us from behind. So I blame him too. Cause he pushed up. And so we flipped and flipped. And then um, we have like wooden square banisters um, at the bottom of our stairs. And I hit the side of my head on the square banister through the cage, through like the dog crate. So, wow. Yeah. Good stuff. That mom was pissed. Um, I think, I think they were all just a little traumatized. My brothers were like sitting at the top of the stairs and the ambulance came like crying, screaming, like she's going to die. So I'm sure that didn't help either. So. No, 
<laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. It sounds like a difficult time, difficult night at the at the <laughs> at the yeah at the house. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, um, I was living life though. I got like a free stuffed animal in the ambulance and like lollipops and all that yeah, stuff. So you're probably so full of painkillers at the time. You're like, is this? <laughs> this happen every time I go down the stairs? All right, bet. We got to do this again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Fun times at the Patrick household, for sure. Oh, yeah. There are plenty more stories where that came from. <laughs> I believe it. Oh, man. So, all right. So, Phil, once again, another win for you. Love it. Love um, it. Anything else? Closing remarks, Phil. Anything else before we call it a night? Yeah, so I think, you know... Um, Maddie, the I don't know how much Mike told you about why we are doing this podcast, um, but uh, a question I like to ask because it, it kind of gets to the purpose of this whole thing. So I'll talk about that a little bit. We we started this podcast because we had an idea that we knew uh, quite a few young people, you know, like yourself, who are. Um, doing great things, going to go off and, and do more great things in the future. And so uh, we're, we're really trying to kind of spread a, um, a message of optimism, if you will, um, by having you young folks on and talking to you about, you know, all the exciting things that you're, you're doing and will do in the future. Uh, and so a question I love to ask, that I'd like to ask you is, um, what is the thing you get most excited about when you think about, um, you know, the future? And, and that could be, that could be in your own life. That could be, you know, in, in the world in general or, or anything really in between. Uh, what, what are you most excited about when you, you know, when you think about the future? Um, okay. This is going to sound a little weird because it's not about me. It's about my brothers. But um, right now my older brothers are like, they're my best friends and they're like, my inspiration for pretty much everything not to be cliche or anything but um pretty much the truth and uh basically they're already off doing great things my oldest brother colin is working in dc um and he worked for the pentagon a little bit and now he has another job and um he's doing awesome there and ryan works for the red sox right now he's a graphic designer so they're both doing awesome and i um honestly i'm super excited to see where they are in the future because like I always knew that Ryan was going to be really, really, he was going to be really successful because he's a really good graphic designer. Um, and he works his butt off. Uh, and Colin, Colin's work ethic is insane. Like Ryan's, Ryan's the brains of the family. Colin works so hard to get to where he is. And I have so much respect for him. Um, so honestly, even though it's not about me, I would have to say I'm really excited to see where they are in the future because I, I know they're going to be doing great things. That's really cool. That was such a cool answer. Thank you. That was great. And now we can't wait to see what they're doing yeah. in 10, 20 years. I'll keep you posted. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, please do. And uh, yeah, they sound like two impressive guys. Go Sox. Yeah, yeah right? I mean, he could, he could be working for a, a better team, but I'm happy for him. Mm, best team out yeah, there whatever mike i mean i know a team in pinstripes that could probably use his expertise <laughs> definitely not i think get out of here <laughs> i'll have to find a new co-host <laughs> <laughs> oh well, that's our, great that's yeah. great maddie and i you know it, it sounds like uh 
it sounds like you've got a great family and I'm sure that not long from now, um, all of the Patrick kids will be, will be out there crushing it. So, um, that's, that's very exciting. And that was, that was, again, that was a really cool answer. I don't think it was weird or cliche at all. I think that was super amazing that you went immediately to, uh, to your two brothers. That was really neat. So, um, great job. All right. Yeah. And, and thanks again for coming on. It's been great getting to know you a little bit. Um, this has been another, another wonderful interview and uh, we wish you the best of luck in the rest of your basketball season and in the rest of the year. Um, and I just hope that, you know, whatever, whatever major you choose over there at Hobart Williams Smith colleges um, is, is right for you. And if it's not like Mike said, you can always change it. Thank you. I appreciate it. And thank you for having me on the podcast. I enjoyed that. Of course. It was great. Another great episode, Phil. Not surprising. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, thanks everyone who took a few moments out of their day on a, on a nice uh, December day here to, to listen to this or, or whenever you get around to it. We know some people, you know, there's a little bit of a lag. So if you didn't get to this until 2022, we still thank you for, for listening. Um, and uh, we hope everybody has, has a great day today. Stay positive, everybody.